Welcome to the Hot Flush, the premier podcast for the perimenopausal. You're joined, as always, by your hosts, Mrs. Woog, and her good friend, Mrs. Berry. Top of the morning to you. Top of the morning to Even you. Even though it is Saturday <coughs> afternoon. I can feel and smell spring in the air. Isn't it exciting? I'm very excited. Do you know, for the first time you know, ever... Sorry. For the first time ever, because my hot flushes have abated so much and I don't feel like I'm a raging furnace the whole time, I'm, I'm not as dreading summer as I normally am. I was going to say, like, because this is normally the gate... Spring is the gateway of your of my, impending doom. That's right. And it's like, your season <clears throat> of just whinging and yeah. whinging and whinging. Yeah. What's that, what's that Greek... Um, there's an opera and that Greek story, and they go down to the gates of hell, and he. There's a. It's a. It's a love story. I can't remember, but it's like that. Like my descent down, and you know, tears and wailing as so the warm weather is approaching. Very optimistic this week, this year, because mm. it's been a bit of a shit show so far. And I don't think this winter was one of the coldest we've had in Sydney. Yes. Welcome new listeners who may be following us because of our uh, new national fame that we're coming to. Um, we are actually talking about the weather. Next, yes. flower arranging. <laughs> and then how to decorate using doilies. Oh, darning socks. How was your week? Uh, it was, it was really good. Consider- and remember last week how we'd both had a week from absolute yes. hell. Oh. And I think it turns out, in hindsight, that the reason why one of the reasons why I had such a terrible week last week was da, 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 da. period arrived <laughs> on Wednesday after my just what I just mentioned, our impending national televised fame. fame. Yes, for those who don't know, we on Wednesday joined a, basically a group of people from Mensa. I know oh um, to record a special episode of Insight. Which Have is you ever sh- felt more like a village idiot? I, I I struggle, and I did write about it. I struggled to recall one sensible thing that came out of my mouth. I actually struggled to recall any of it, <laughs> except for the fact that Ginny, can't remember her name, Mansberg, who has written the M word, was remarkable. She's a GP, and she could, the way she could talk about what we go through was inspiring. She is <clears> incredible. <throat> what a brain. And um, Natalie, and I can't remember her surname, which is terrible, and she's a neuropsychologist. Yeah. And uh, she was... She actually had a live on air hot flush. She did have a live (laughs) on air. She averages a hot flush every 75 minutes. Um, But she has also gone through cancer herself and she can't take a HRT. So she she spoke so much from her own personal experience, but also her remarkable insights from her career and her specialisation. And... I just, I mean, really, I kind of felt like I might as well be sitting there missing teeth and 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 whittling something into well, a, they, you know, sucking gonna... on a corn pipe. <laughs> well, they will edit it down, so hopefully they won't show me crying the three times that I did cry. <laughs> they won't show any of that. I think they like that though. Oh God! They'll just have me crying, and that so yes. nothing else. It was an insight episode on what's um, that cat got? Oh my God! Oh, that's a skink. Oh no! We'll keep talking. I'm afraid of skinks. Oh, cool, happy here. <laughs> These chairs squeak. Can you hear it squeaking? I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to sit very still. Um, so it was an episode on insight that's going to be talking about perimenopause and menopause. 
there were there were five of us in uh, sorry seven of us in the studio and as well as one of our listeners Joe Joe as a flusher we met a flusher and she gave us Kit Kats yes we encouraged gifts yes and then uh, and then there were three more uh, two wonderful women in Melbourne and just the most inspiring story from a young woman who had gone through premature menopause from Queensland so it's going to air on the 8th Eight. of September at 8:30 on SBS and if you can't watch it then uh, it will obviously be on SBS On Demand and you can be rest assured that uh, Miss Swoog and I will probably share it a couple of times a day, every day for much of the next year unless we do actually look like, you know. Can oh, I tell you, boy. the camera is not your friend either. The <laughs> camera is not your friend. I looked over at the monitor a couple of times Why? to see me looking like a green and white sh- like walrus. <laughs> You honestly, you know when you're going, oh, it doesn't look too bad, doesn't look too bad. And then she looks you look lovely, at, everyone. At, at, no, the angles that they shot from the side, Kim. They <laughs> shot from the side. The side, I know. There were two cameras on the sides of us all. And it's like, that should have been banned. <laughs> like any program that is about women should know. You do not take a side shot. Oh, my God. I look like, I look like a profile of the Blue Mountains when you take me from the side. <laughs> It's not. It's not good. There's rolling hills and crevices and, and chasms the host, and and the host was peaks. lovely. I've walked in. I thought, oh, you're very pretty, aren't you? So Janice Peterson <sighs> was just. She was just so. She was fantastic. But I did spend a lot of the time going. How are you standing with in those no shoes? shoes? Same. Stilettos, pink suede. There was um, nothing sturdy about them. Kim. And then, well, there's not much of her. She's I mean, very, I'd very be on that. If I was in those, you'd actually see the stiletto heel just going a bit concave in the middle as it was just buckling. Yes, we cannot hold. Them. We cannot hold. Oh, <laughs> she blows. <laughs> we're not being very kind to ourselves today, Kim. Let's stop that. I know, but it's stop you know. that nonsense. And then she walked. But no, we have to talk about what you know the upholstered lounge look because she looked glorious in this dress. This that from what dress. I could tell was done up by ribbons at the back. It was oh. just a st- it was just gorgeous. She looked amazing. But I did have moments of looking at it going, if I put that on, I would look like a walking Pavlova. You would look like a couch in a, a, couch. In a medical waiting room. <laughs> <laughs> a big upholstered flouncy lounge. That's what that's what we would have looked like. Yeah. She looked like a fresh summer breeze. She was very pretty. Very pretty. Very – and she'd done her work. And know, she, she got in touch with me and said uh, how good we were. So maybe we weren't as stupid as we thought. Did she? Yes. Well, she didn't tell me. Mm, that was the producer. You're getting her mixed up with No, the... no, oh. no. On my Instagram. Oh, well. Yeah, there you oh, go. Well, you were favourite. I know. Also, we were the front row. That was I unfortunate. Mean, that's, that was, and, and then they Why threw me the straight row? away. I know. Kate got the first oh, question. Fuck. And I was like <gasps> – <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> And I can't even remember what I said. <laughs> I knew it was something stupid because she moved on pretty quickly. Oh, God. It was just, yeah, anyway. look, We it shall was, see. We shall see. It was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. A lot of energy, quite draining towards the Very end. Very draining. I sort of got home and was like, oh, my God, so tired. But then Rob and I went out for dinner because it was date night. Ooh. And we went to Alma in Avalon on Sydney's northern beaches that does Mexican. Arrivederci. Yeah, yeah. Is that Mexican? No, that's it. That's Italian. Oh, fuck. I don't, I don't know what Mexican is. Anyway, anyway it was let's, tasty. let's move on. We've actually taken some advice from our friend Caro. Caro told us that we waffled. <laughs> and it's like, 
Yeah. Like that's the whole point of the first half of the podcast is that Kate and I just shoot the sh- shoot the shit. No, and she's given us <coughs> – and I respect her advice. Yes. So we've actually got a bit of a format happening now. Yes. But do you remember when we first started? We did. Well, we had notes. We had notes and we had notes and we had a structure. And then as we sort of got confident – also known as lazy, uh, we went to the post-it note, and now because we sit at the at the dining table, um, we we just sort of shoot the breeze. We, we f- sort of forget we're recording, yeah. As well, and so we uh, have decided because, of course, we think now that um, world domination is but moments away. Um, Tell her that she's dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> We've got no. Uh, actually, I'm going to stop you right there, Kim. If you are a brand or an advertiser and you want to reach smart women who are 45 plus, get in touch, please. Yes, because we need some financial support. Yes, to we continue do. to make this podcast. Yes, otherwise we'll, we won't be there. No, we'll just walk away. I'll take my new microphone <laughs> set up and, and just sell it on eBay. <laughs> And thanks to you while we're here. Special thank you to our Patreons. Yes. Um, we do love you and we appreciate you and we've got some exciting and the Patreons, things. And the Patreons contributions are what has actually purchased, purchased the gear. The, the so, gear, so, you know. And no Diet Cokes were bought. With <laughs> and None of today's spread was brought. <laughs> and the other thing just to mention to the Patreons is that we're working on some exciting extra content for you. Yes. So if you've not joined a Patreon, mm. how do you do it, Kim? I, uh, you just search Patreon and the Hot Flush and then you just go there. Oh, no, you know what they do? They join the Hot, the hot Flush Facebook page. Yes. And attached to the very top of the page is a couple of announcements and one of those is your post about how to become one of our Patreons. Okay. And it's only $5 a month. It can be as much as you like. Or you can give us $5,000 a month. Look, as if we're going to oh, – no, no, you shouldn't. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so we're going to go on to on the list. Yes. Okay, I've got a very, very strong candidate this week. Please, share. Um, his name is Richard Colbeck. I know that name, but I now, don't know Richard why. Richard Colbeck is the aged care minister. Oh, who, who his, couldn't? Yes. Who turned on. his back on Senator Wong this week in Parliament and walked out while she was trying to address what was happening in the aged care <gasps> facility. So he is my number one turd burger this week. So you know that at the... At the inquiry into the um, to into the sector, he uh, uh, he could not he could not tell the commissioner how many numbers people had died in nursing homes or how many people in nursing homes had COVID nineteen. I mean, that's his job. That's his job. That's his job. Do you think it's just incompetence or yes. he doesn't care? Or? No, it's incompetence. But I don't think he cares. Here's the thing, right? This is what I've been thinking, mulling over for um, a while now, probably since probably since Morrison went on holidays during the bushfires. This has probably been kicking around in my head, and it is not a new conversation for anyone by any means. But the calibre of people that we're getting into political office is having. And, and then the implications and the trickle down effect of that into our um, into our government departments is really really subpar serious because the whole notion was always that the government department was independent from whoever was in power mm. and of course that's just been that's you know I mean that's always been um, 
you know, a level of lip service, mm. but the way the public se- the way the public service is now structured, including it's all right, Mr. Woog's in the background behind me eating some of the pastries that I brought over from Staple, which is in Sydney's Seaforth and amazing. But because we're on the mics, it won't really oh, be picking really? it, it up. Won't pick it up. Yeah. It's just picking me up. So but that's why I'm a little bit hesitating because I'm a little bit distracted. Okay. But anyway, um, so this is one of the issues is you're, if, you, if you play around and, 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 and sort of break down our public sector through however you structure it and however the pay scales work and however the recruitment process works and however the tenure works, then you – and then you're getting in politicians who are not coming into those roles with life experience no. and with intelligence and thought and principles beyond and just pl- and shoot planning and, and targets. And plannings and vision and leadership skills – well, when you combine those two, you end up in these situations where we have a minister in charge of a sector that is in a really bad way, it's sitting in front of an inquiry and not able to provide actual figures that should be on the tip of his tongue. And uh, it's a really big issue and I, and the, and I can't see it being resolved, even, even if, you know, even if the Labor Party got in, it, it suits them just as much to have a government departments that are a bit cobbled and not full of people and policy advisors and um, experts mm. who used to, who used to see those positions as valued and, um, and valuable. Mm. Um, on that, and yes, I'm monologuing. Okay, so that was on the list from mine. <laughs> uh, welcome to Takeover Town, Kim. You're the mayor of it. I know, aren't I? <laughs> Do you know what, though? This is – okay, I'm going to have one more thing about this. Rob and I were talking about this yesterday. When America was top of its game in the world, building railways all over the – you know, building railways, doing the, everything, right, back in the turn of the century and, and they were the, the – they really were the world power and the world leader – the people in those positions were still treating their treating their employees and treating the public like like shit, but there was an end result, yeah. you know, in that the country was they had this they had these things and they were using they had great minds who were building these things and developing these things and 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 they had Vision. that yep, and then basically when you sort of hit the eighties and Reagan came in and said. Uh, you should, the, the most terrifying phrase you will ever hear uttered is someone saying, I am from the government and I am here to help. Uh, we've just seen that you still have these big, powerful companies or people with resources up their wazoo who are still treating their employees and the systems and the structures that they can, they can treat with abuse or flaunt or skirt around but we don't have the we don't have the they don't have the great minds anymore, so no. they don't have the brilliance. It's the rise of the celebrity too, it has a lot to do with it as well. So uh, that's all I'm just going to say now. I'm going to stop talking. That was very cheery, wasn't it? That was very cheery. Yeah, aren't, um, you, aren't you glad we've got structure, okay, people? We're just going to have <laughs> go, we're going to move somewhere light now. We're going Ooh. to have a look at Allen's have brought out a new product, Allen's flavored milk bottles inspired by oak. Yes. Okay, so these are like a fancy take on. Traditional milk, milk bottles. bottles. So I'm going to go first with the chocolate one. What are your thoughts? I wouldn't buy them again. No? No. Is it chocolatey? A little bit. 
it's not as chocolatey as a Chico. Well, my son actually said they taste like fake Chicos. Oh. So this is a new range. Um, this is a big thing that a lot of the consumer brands, the um, food brands are doing where they do this combination. So it's oak milk is doing a... Um, collaboration. A collaboration with Allen's. And one of the reasons why they do it is they're basically trying to find new markets. And well, let's say... failed with this one. And let's say, so with Arnott's, they know that, like, lots of people, they'll go out and say, what's your favourite Arnott's biscuit? And they'll go, oh, the Monte Carlo, I love it. It's my favourite. And then they'll go, when did you last buy a packet? And they will go, oh, years ago. And they're like, well, well, how do we how get, get you back? Mm. And that's when they develop things like the little Monte, the cakes that they did and the, and the chocolate ranges that they make now. And it's a way of reconnecting with those consumers. Mm. Very interesting. Speaking of Arnott's, so I'm going to bring you each week an interesting fact from what happens, you know, in my in my job. Yeah, I do we just got to need to wrap up the lolly review. Oh, the lolly review. Did you try a strawberry one? No, I, don't, I just don't think I can stomach it. Really? It's like, it's like something you have when you've got reflux. It tastes like a strawberry, um, what are those, hubba, uh, not hubba bubba. Um, what's the lollipop? Chubba. Uh, a chubba chub. That's what it tastes like. Why do they make chubba chubs so hard to open? Yeah. Like I never understood that. No. I can I actually either. lose my shit trying to open one of those. I haven't had a chubba chub. They're good. In a very long time. I used to have them when I was losing weight because, of course, having a, just a sugar, shoving a bit of sugar in my mouth was better. Hello, yeah. diabetes. <laughs> um, okay. We're going to have – this is a new section called Kim's Interesting Work Fact. So um, – Arnott's uh, was bought out last year uh, at the end of the year by a private equity company. So everyone, there was a lot of nervousness around that. But they have a new um, CEO and this week they announced a, they're, re, they're basically refreshing and re, um, uh, restructuring, well not restructuring, but they've got a new corporate structure. It's a corporate side, it's not a consumer facing thing. But the interesting facts that came out because they basically had their best uh, financial report on, uh, performance in a couple of years. Because we're all sitting at home eating biscuits. So, in the four months from March to June, Arnott's sold an additional four million packets of chocolate biscuits. It sold wow. an additional two million cans of soup. It wow. sold an additional 2.7 million packs of stock. Because we're all cooking. Yep. And then there were some people who may not have been buying the chocolate biscuits because a million they sold a million more units of V8 juice. That's really interesting. Now, in that time, in that four months, they sold 270 million Tim Tam biscuits. So that's not in packets. I don't know how many's in a packet, but you could work that out. Like, work, someone can work out how many's in a packet. You're all little piggies out there. Well done. Two hundred and seventy million Tim Tams in that four months. I think yeah, that needs to be worked into the title of this podcast. Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. That is an interesting work. So fact. that's my little fact for for this week. Okay, and I'm going to change tacks now. Yes, change tact 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 now, and I'm going to ask you Ooh. on a separate Facebook page group. What, 500 stores are closing down. Mosaic Brands is is the operator of Miller's, W Lane, Noni B, Katie's and a whole heap of sort of affordable fashion, fashion sort of labels. Fast yeah. fashion. Uh, 500 stores they're closing because no one's buying anything. And that made me think, Kim, when's the last time I bought something? Now, 
I did some sort of like brain explosion <laughs> when I was in Carla Zampatti in Mossman well, of you all bought, places. Well, you bought an outfit for even when Rob and I ever get married for me to wear. Yes. So I bought a fully sequined black tuxedo <laughs> 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 with money that I didn't have. <laughs> and for, for some reason, my brain thought that was a sensible idea. But beyond that, I can't remember the last time I bought clothes. So... Is it a little wonder that all these clothes are shutting? I used to be a... You were a machine. A platinum VIP member of the Country Road label. Yeah. And I don't even think I would be like the skeg on the the foot of one of their overpriced brogues at the moment. I haven't bought anything, like actually gone into a shop and tried something on and bought it since I bought these Decuba pants. So that was probably a year ago. Mm Mm-hmm. When I bought my soft pant, you know, yep. my two pairs of soft pant and this. If it wasn't a year, it, I'm fairly, if it wasn't a year ago, it was a lot like it was some time ago. <laughs> um, I, but normally I, I only buy stuff online. I've had my legs waxed twice this year. Well, I, uh, yeah, I don't get my legs waxed anymore. I had them, I had them lasered and now it just doesn't grow back. Hmm. I wish it was the same for my lady garden. Those those little fuckers are tenacious. Oh, they're dreadful, aren't they? Yeah, it's like they're just and like their ability to grow inwards. Oh, they sort of pop out, have a look around, and go, "Nah, this isn't for me," <laughs> and then try and dig themselves back into your flaps, and then you've got a whole situation going on there. There's that a whole situation. Nobody's happy about. No. Why? So, the thing that I okay, so this is another big trend: is the move to online, like e-commerce. But there are going to always be – I. people like people. Yeah. And while we're in this phase where, you know, we're kind of not meant to, that's one thing. But I, there's going to be a point when we want to – we want to interact with someone when yeah. we're, you know, going out. I want to try on a bra before I buy it. Yeah. No, I couldn't do that. I couldn't just pick a bra off a catalogue. Well, I buy my bras from Rose and Thorn, which is actually based in New Zealand, Um. And I've only ever had – I've been doing it for a couple of Where years. Where do you buy your undies? Uh, Woolies. Yeah, Target. I get my – I get the Bonds boys cut brief mm. and I only buy them Is when – Is that a site? And I'm only – I don't buy them on sale. Oh, treat yourself. I treat myself. I buy the five pack of cotton um, – <coughs> organic cotton. You've got to have a little frog in your throat. I know. Organic cotton um, ones that come up to you, basically your nipples. Oh, do you wear bulletproofs? Oh, I love them. Snug, keep everything in there. <laughs> There's no escaping. <laughs> so they come up over your gun? You oh, probably don't yeah. even have a gun anymore. I do. You do? I do. I've got two. Yeah. I was actually sitting at my computer yesterday and I could feel it resting on my thighs. Yeah, it's not nice. I just went, what are you doing? <laughs> she says that she's just sitting here and polished off an, an almond croissant. <laughs> but, you know, I am actually doing – I did start this week. I started um, – doing the 16-8 micro fasting. You know when they used to do 5-2 and then – but I found, I found that really difficult and I don't think with when you've got a dodgy thyroid and stuff, it's actually very good mm. to do that. Um, but I find I can do the 16-8 so you don't eat for 16 hours and then you have an eight-hour window where you eat. We so, talked about this last week and said we'd just take a pill and sleep for those hours. Oh, right. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, oh, we did. Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. Um, I had a... Um, anyway, I'm doing it. It seems to be working. Good. Well, not work. It's not working. I'm I'm okay with it. I am um, had a little win this week with regards to health and fitness. 
I ordered a yoga mat. Oh. For between you. It's over there. It's in the wrapped up, see? <laughs> it's still in its wrapper. And I dreamt last night I went to the gym and I was angry because I left my handbag in the locker. So that's basically exercise. You've done it. Yeah. If you've dreamt it. I did it. It's as good as doing it. I did a plank. You did a plank. Yeah. Can you not join a gym at the moment? Because I don't want to. I just don't want to. Because if you think COVID's airborne. Yeah. When you're in a gym, people, the huffing and the puffing, like my cousin said to me that, imagine mum sitting in a room with 50 people playing bridge. She goes, if one person in that room has it and they, and they sneeze or they cough, then about 80% of that room's going to get it. Mm. So you put yourself in a gym and those people are breathing heavily and sweating no. and I actually it's like a COVID. I actually think Ugh. that gyms should be shut down. Yeah. Well, tell me why gyms are allowed to stay open, but if you but musical theatre, they're not allowed to sing. Yeah, I don't know. Like what? Uh, doesn't make any sense. Oh, do you want to say, t- I'll tell you what's on the list. The private school boys club lobbied the government and so now they're allowed, the private, the GPS boys schools are allowed to still play their rugby and all their inter-school sports, even though for the public school sector it's like no. you can't have more sports with more than 100 kids and you can't do it outside of your zone, you can't do it out of your district. Fucking private schools, don't get me started. <laughs> well, it's, it's just the whole thing's a bit of a fuck up because the club... Footy's still going ahead. Anyway, we're getting boring now. We're going to take a break. I'm going to go and drink some water. <clears throat> yes. And we'll see you with some advice. Yeah. No, not advice. Your advice. Yeah. Reader's advice. Yeah. No, not readers. What are they? Listeners. You're not making any sense. Oh, my at God. All. I'm going to go and finish my cup of tea and the rest of this almond croissant. <laughs> and we're back. We're back. We both had a little cry. We did. Should we talk cry. about it? Yeah, I think we should. Yeah. Um, in a domestic violence against a five-year-old boy overnight, and I'm going to get Kate to I'm going to get Kim to read this because I Kate can't, will cry. I can't read this. So this is the Twitter feed of the. So his name is Adam Fowler, and he's a pedi- pediatric craniofacial neurosurgeon. He's got a PhD in molecular genetics. He's a clinical lecturer in medicine at the University of Sydney, uh, ex-Navy. Um, he drives a Ducati, so that's quite sexy. Anyway, I'm um, sorry, and he's coffee, and he drinks coffee. Okay, anyway, this is his Twitter. So this, he put this up this morning. One admission overnight, the worst case of suspected child beating I've ever seen in my professional career, one that made me physically sob while examining I can't even right now. And then he said, make no mistake. This was no cry for support from under-resourced carers. In my personal opinion, it was premeditated, repeated, sustained, deliberate, performed diligently, as horrific as it sounds. As hokey as it sounds, evil does exist. And then he says... And this was an hour ago. He says, well, kiddo, here's the good news. There's now an army of health and community professionals on your side. Day one has begun. Yeah. I have physical reaction to the 
to that. And it's just like, and the, the, the final thing is the one that got me. Like, he's going to be okay, but fucking hell. Yeah. They've arrested a 30-year-old woman and a 20-year-old man who are being charged with abusing him with uh, planks of wood. And if he's getting cranial surgery, you're going to suspect it's been hit around the head a fair bit. And I really, really, if they are found guilty, hope they fucking rot in hell. I just... Oh, I just... I don't know. You know, I'm going to cut to one comment, uh, one... I put up the I put up the call earlier in the week yep. about the best bits of advice yes. from you know that we've all been given, and one of them uh, actually came from uh, uh, um, a woman. One of them came from our listener uh, called Joanne. She had her mum had given her a couple, but one of them in particular I think really <sighs> works in this scenario. And she said that healing isn't linear. So that means, you know, it's not a straight line. It's not, I broke my heel, I'll get a, you know, I'll, 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 you know, I'll get surgery, I'll be in a boot. I'll, there are so many aspects to that healing process. You know, mm-hmm. the, there's the functional level of that. But then there's all the other things, the friends who support you and bring you dinners and stuff because you can't stand up and cook your dinner, the people that pick you up and take you to work, the things that your workmates do so that you can come back to the office, the work that you have to do in your headspace because suddenly you're not as independent as you thought you were. And for this little five-year-old boy, he's – I mean, none of our lives are linear. But, I, I, you know, I just – I just – hope and hope and hope that this horrific horrific thing is actually the end of of a horror you know a horror story and that today his life it won't be linear but that it'll be the healing process from what the first five years of his life have been like Uh, 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 we're so grateful for all the doctors that are looking after him and we will be following his progress. Yes. Okay. Okay. Oh, right. Fucking hell. Sorry, I just think I know that these things are really hard, but <sighs> we are a community mm. and we are humans and what was going, you know, you know, we have to look out for each other. Yeah, we certainly do. You know, and that's a fine example of where something happened in that household and I fail to believe I, – I cannot believe that that's, that was the first time no, anything – you know, yeah, it's just mm. – anyway. Um, so okay. I put out a call out this week asking you for what the best advice you've ever been given. And my advice is to leave when you're having a good time and mm-hmm. never change venues. Now, that <laughs> means that if you're at a pub – and you're having a good time and it's really, really good and it's 10 o'clock and you think, well, you know, I'm having such a great time. Why don't I leave so I have fond memories of this? Because if you stay out, someone automatically says, let's go dancing and then you end up at 2.30 in the morning and nothing good can happen at 2.30 in the morning, whereas you'd be tucked up in bed, nine eyes, leave while you're having a good time, never change venues. <laughs> Rules to live by. Yes. Do you agree? Yes. And when you change venues, it all goes to shit. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. And I've seen it in action many times <laughs> where I will actually reach a point and just go, where's Woogs? <laughs> yeah. And I've gone. Where's Murph? Where's Kate? What's she, what's she got? And she's just gone. Just she's like just that. vanished. She's gone. She's vanished into the night. Yes. So let's share some of the pearls of wisdom. Do you want to know what group. mine are? Yes, I do. Onward. Yes. Fall down seven times, rise up eight. Yes. And baking makes everything better. That's mine. Okay. Let's go. Danny says the best bit of advice she ever got was the harder you work, the luckier you get. Well, that's sensible. I know, isn't it? Yes. So bloody true, that's though. So true. Don't, like, so true. It's so true. Uh, well, that's a good one. Uh, Lisa has one that we all hear a lot, but it really is very true. If at first you don't succeed, try again. Yep. Never give up. Well, I use that too. Never bit, give well, up. That's like a bit what I touched upon on my post yesterday. I wrote about how I used to freak out doing television and never like, give up. Just keep just going keep back. Just keep going and then it gets easier every time. Yeah. A different Lisa also had excellent advice. Marriage is hard work unless you work hard at it. Yep, 100%, 100% agree and with that. And I just, because I know a lot of people, and in the past you've sort of said early on, you know, marriage is hard work. And I used to sort of think it shouldn't be hard work, but it's that's what it is. Yeah. It's you work hard at it. It's yeah. not, and if you don't, then yes. Yeah, no, it's, it, and you have to prioritise each before all everyone else. Um. From a very practical, uh, a very practical standpoint, Elaine is giving us some sort of I don't know wizardry in the kitchen when she says, "When making mashed potato, use cold water to wash the pan." Who knew? That's would that have something to do with starch? And it, it might. We'll have. We'll I'm, I will report back on that next say, week. I would like to see a live demonstration. Because that to me, Elaine. That sounds like that's that's witchcraft right there. Yeah, but it's probably true. Yeah, yeah. She's. I I get comfort from Elaine. She's yeah. a very sensible person. And Marie's grandmother told her this. <laughs> he should be smudging your lipstick, not your mascara. I love that. <laughs> oh my god! How good is that? I love. We that. need to tell every teenage girl that walks through this door. We yeah. need, you need to be saying yeah, that. Like, I you love know, that. Yeah, he should be smudging your lipstick, not your mascara. Oh, I think that's just gorgeous. And How so lovely that? and old-fashioned too. I love it. Yes. Um, Juliet's grandmother was clearly a piece of work because <laughs> she told Juliet when she was a teenager to have a boy in every port. Oh, <laughs> you go. <laughs> I'm loving these. I know. These old pearls of wisdom. I know. Awesome. Yeah. Leah was told that a man is not a financial plan. Yep, that's what's drummed into us. I went to Abbotsley mm. and that was basically the school motto. Yeah. yeah. So now I live my glorious trophy wife life. <laughs> so that's going to come bite me in the ass pretty soon. I love you, darling. <laughs> They're so good. A couple of other people talked about where they were given a bit of financial advice, like, you know, putting money aside from when you're young to buy a house. And yeah, here I am, 47, living with my mum. It's great. Yeah, I really paid attention. Gosh, awesome. we, we are so unqualified. <laughs> I <job>. know, right? <laughs> Winning. Uh, Chris, uh, oh, Kirsten said, this too shall pass. Yep. That is very, very good advice. And I've just used that this year as my fucking inner monologue. <laughs> but, you know, it was that was actually something that um, I really – uh, when I talk to young people about their mental health and if they're struggling and, and um, well, anyone actually who's got some depression, who's dealing with depression or, you know, is 
while you're in it, it is your brain will do everything to tell you that this is now your life, this is reality, this will never change. And you have to just have a little kernel in there somewhere that's, that's basically saying that over and over. Yeah, if it's not pass. saying this too shall pass, it will say it will get better, it, it will, will get, get better. better, it yeah. will get better. So, Kirsten, that is actually very good advice. My friend Taya, this is just perfect. And if anyone knows Taya, this is just her. Only have one asset on display at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Girls, it's either boobs out or legs out, not both. No. Keep yourself tidy. Yeah, but if you want to, that's fine. Oh, of course it is. But, yeah. you know, I just love it. I yeah. just think it's hilarious of just, you know. Well, my top half assets don't have a choice. They're always out. No, I know. Yeah. What are we? Yeah. Um, Melissa says, there is no greater waste of time than regret. Yes. How good is that? Yes, and I've done some things that I have spent far too much time mm. regretting over and now I go, it's done, I can't change it. I know. Let's not look back, let's look yep. forward. And, you know, like I was, uh, not regret this week, but just that sort of feeling about the SBS segment of just going, oh, I should have, I should, oh, yeah, no, oh, God, how bad is it? We can't do anything about it. Know, it's it's done. done. They're going to edit it and produce it however they fine. see fit. They don't get it. They want us not to fail. That's the other thing. Is they yeah, that's right. Put, they actually want to put together a really good show. Yeah. They're <laughs> going out to make our lives miserable. Exactly. Exactly. Um, uh, our brains are funny, aren't they? Oh, my God. Anyway, <laughs> I, Sharon has a great one. Not everyone has to like you. Yep. I, that's taken me a very long time to learn and I still do struggle with it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, occasionally I'll get like some nasty bastard come on my website or know. You know, come at me somewhere and I'm like, go away. Why are mm. you here? Fuck off. Yeah. Honestly, I don't yeah. care. I know who my friends are. I know my community online, who's there for me, who's, you know, you see it every day. Yeah. So if someone comes along and don't, I don't, I don't like everyone. No. Yeah. So I can't expect everyone to like me. And it's not, I haven't actually, no one else actually said this. There was a few that were similar, but it's look to the facts yeah. and back yourself. Yeah. So you look to the facts. You, you go, I have family who love me. I have a wonderful network of friends yeah. who I know love me as much as I love them. Yep. They're the facts. Mm. Look to the facts. And then just, not everyone and has put, to like you. put the rest in. I don't understand yeah. why they don't, but you know, they don't have to. <laughs> okay. Oh, there were lots of ones on like babies. On having babies and, you know, one of which was put ice in your undies after you've had got given birth. Um, that is the best. I mean, we're not, it's not our audience, but just wear a super sanity, sanitary pad with a ice finger in it. Oh. Oh, I've heard that you can. Um, they probably have actual fill things now. up and yeah. freeze them and you then feel, just put them yes. in you. Yeah. You, okay. yeah, or you'd, yeah. So there's probably actual now 20 years oh, on. Would be. They probably actually now have, make yeah. the actual ice finger for post-birth. But anyway. Um, oh, and no baby has died from crying. No. Which, of course, after talking about child domestic violence feels a bit weird saying. But it's. In terms of that baby it's when a baby's crying they... and you're, you're, you know, despairing because your baby's crying, they're, you know. That's their way of communicating. Um, oh, mind you, I've cried about 50 times this week. That's <laughs> my way of communicating. What was with me crying three times on that show? So one was when um, the – I can't remember her name, which is terrible. The Beautiful. The, be- the beautiful um, – uh, I think she was she from Brazil? Yes. Argentina, um, 
who now lives on the Gold Coast and she went through premature menopause at 23. Yes. Her story. Right. So yeah, that was one. I, that was oh, one. and then the other one was when I was talking about this group. Oh, yes. You cried when you were talking about you, <laughs> with you guys. I did. I was getting all teary because I was saying how fulfilling it is to yes. be part of such an amazing community of women and how we just sort of fell into it and, oh, God, here she goes again. Yeah, I know. I did actually look at her and go, yeah, they'll do. Right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> now Polly this is and I um there was a period in time when I was blogging and you were blogging and the um I still am and that well yes but the um monetization of blogging started and I missed out on being chosen as a group of bloggers that you were one of them and I was absolutely devastated and um a friend of mine, a very, very dear friend of mine, two very dear friends of mine said to me, Kim, comparison is the thief of joy. And it was like, oh, my God. The, oh, you know when – and a lot of you said this, that things have been said to you at a particular point in time. Someone was talking about how she broke up with her boyfriend and her dad told her that, you know, um, boyfriends or re- relationship breakups are like taking a shit, you know, you, you, they're assholes. You have to take a shit and wipe your ass. Like we all have assholes or something. It was just ridiculous. Anyway, it was great. She said her mum was horrified, but at the time it made a lot of sense to her. So there you go. Um, but that was what when Mary and Amelia said to me, you know, comparison is the thief of joy. You, you keep being you. Yeah, and look how and great you are. I know, right? Just awesome. Yeah, it's it's very good. It's very good, and so, it's one that Polly, you have to yeah. practice. Because you do have to I practice. Can still see, I still see like, you know, and I'll tender for a job and they'll give it to someone younger and hotter and I'm like, eh. but I'm like, no, I'm fucking good. This is the thing. And yeah. it's like what we talk about. You don't know what they're, you don't know what they're yeah. looking for. You don't know what their, you know, objective is. And what it is. So you've just got to be yourself. What it is. What it is. up me. I know. Um, uh, and I actually said that to my to my boss this we were talking about it and I said it to my boss this week and she was like, Oh, that's good. And I went, Yes, isn't it? Okay. Uh, there were lots of other health ones. So, you know, get your skin checked, have your pap smear, um, all of those sorts of things. And so they are a given. My mate my mate Bronwyn. Yes. My Bronwyn, not your Bronwyn. Yeah. Um Everyone she, needs a Bronwyn. Everyone needs a Bronwyn. She has a great one which her mum taught her, which was don't waste good worry. Save it for when you really need it. So she will often, if I'm sort of a bit, she'll go, Kim, don't waste good worry. And I'm like, oh, you're right. Yeah. It's a really good line. I'm feeling very. I know, isn't it great? I know. Such a great idea. Keep going. Uh, Marina said, and this is my friend, my Croatian friend, Marina. uh, She says, don't be a dickhead. (laughs) (laughs) Easy. Easy. And also, embrace change. Yes. And that's a really hard one for a lot of people. people yeah. I don't mind it. You don't mind it? No, you're pretty yeah, – yeah, I I, I I play a good – you know, I give it a good – I give a good game. Like, yeah, let's do that. And then it sort of starts and I'm like <laughs> – um, I love this one from Sonia and actually a couple of people said it. Never take criticism from someone you wouldn't ask for advice. Yep. How great is that? That's so true. And I remember once when I was going through a bit of a crisis of confidence when it came to my work and writing on the internet and blogging and and getting sledged, you know, people coming in and hating you. 
And I said to um, a very wise woman at the time, I said, like, I, I don't know why I can do this anymore. And she looked at me and she said, Kate, a dog never barks at a parked car. Oh, I remember you telling me that and I use it all the time. I yeah. use it with the boys. Yeah. So if you're not doing anything, the dog's never going to bark at you. No. The, the dog is the haters and they don't bark at the parked car. So I've got to keep going, keep riding, keep moving because it's a, just a dog. It's not going to stop me. No. Well, I also ta- no, see. I also interpret that that the park they don't bark at park cars because the park cars are the people that are not really doing anything, yeah. and that you're out there and being, Driven. you know, brave and bold and and with that comes the dogs, and then that's when people notice and dogs bark at you, mm. and it's actually a good thing, even if the well, I mean it makes me feel relevant, darling. Relevant, it makes me feel relevant. <laughs> um. Joanne, oh, so Joanne was who I mentioned earlier about how healing isn't linear, which I love that a lot. I want to write that down. Because you know. You should get that on a tattoo. Because you know that's Mr. Work's foot. Yeah. Because that's so much is about him and his sport and being fit and healthy and vibrant. Can you explain him to that after this? And that the the healing of his ankle. Isn't just about his ankle. Isn't actually just about the ankle. It's about what's going on in his head. Heaven forbid we let an episode go by without talking about. Fucking Mr. Wood's foot. <laughs> crack on, Kim, crack on. Uh, she also said, um, her other one was, start out the way you, um, start out the way you mean to continue. <laughs> I'm going to struggle with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tend to start out pretty, uh, I tend to shoot out of that <laughs> gate and then I get bored <laughs> really quickly. <laughs> really quickly. It's like when I'm doing the mag, like we do the flat plan, you know, so what's going on, what page, and we lay it out. And really, at that point, it's as, for me, it's as good as done. done. I'm like, well, oh, that's it. The rest of you, <laughs> and, and the off. rest of you is essentially, you know, my offside is Doris. <laughs> and it's just like, hey, I'm done. I've done the flat plan. Oh, I'm so the same. I lose interest very quickly oh, in things. Very quickly. So, you know, things like, oh, today I'm going to clean out my cupboards. And then about five minutes in, you, yeah. know, you just shove it all back in and say that. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, Emily said, always back yourself. And that's that line, you know, just, yeah, look to the facts mm-hmm. and back yourself. Mm. And There's a strong theme running through this. I like it. Yes. Keep going. And Sarah says, don't let perfect get in the way of good. How great is that? I love that. Who and is for that? the Sarah, thank Sarah, you. Yeah, that's and amazing. For, for perfectionists of which I think there are many of us in this group who then don't do things or hold back from doing it or are too scared to start or try because we think we're not going to be good at it or it's not going to be perfect, don't let that get in the way of good. I think that's a perfect time to stop this um, because I've got so many questions that we need to talk about. Thank you so much for joining us this week. I've loved this idea, darling. When you put it up, I was like, oh, God, this is going to be so boring. (laughs) And and prove me wrong you did. Prove me wrong you did. Wasn't it great? Thank you so much for joining us. sorry. I I think people should, if they haven't already, the, the actual feed has more than has almost got 200 comments on it. So you really should go. There's lots more there that I haven't that we haven't actually mentioned. So go and just pour yourself a cuppa or a glass of wine or whatever, some hard liquor and uh, sit in the sun and have a scroll through. There's, yeah. You will find something in there that really resonates for you. It's really excellent. Yeah. Okay, thanks enough for me today. Uh, 
Kim, looking gorgeous as always. Thank you. Have a great week. I'm in peak uh, Northern Beaches blue stripe today. Um, Yes, as we like to say. Just keep plucking.